0: I'm Jeff Carter. With me today, a conversation with our MPP, Graydon Smith, who's had a very busy week here in Muskoka. We'll start quickly with uh, the visit from the Minister of Education earlier this week, uh, Stephen Lecce, uh, who went to uh, Huntsville High to take a look at uh, some of the uh, skills programs there. What did the minister get out of that visit?
1: Yeah, I think he was really, really pleased to meet the students at HHS, and uh, we had a great tour of one of the uh, woodworking classes and talked to a number of the students there. You know, our, everyone's got a, a real focus on uh, skilled trades and the future, the bright future that skilled trades can provide many people, and oftentimes, you know, high school is that first point of uh, exposure, so um, it was a great visit uh, to talk with those students and, and hear about, uh, you know, where they hope to go in the future and uh, discuss some other things.
0: As well. All right. And and on Thursday, there was yet another announcement. This was sort of, I would say, a very big announcement where Big Wind Provincial Park is slated for uh, full service amenities in the next uh, coming year or so. And that's going to open up quite a few camping sites. And it's my understanding that finding a, a, a campground at an Ontario Provincial Park is uh, somewhat hard to do these days.
1: I'm not sure Ontario parks have ever been more popular, you know, uh, coming off uh, the pandemic. And we know that uh, all the park inventory we have is very well used, especially, you know, in the Muskoka area. So to have a, a new park, the first in 40 years, the first new operational park, uh, be in Muskoka is something really, really special. And Big Wind is a beautiful area. Uh, so for people that don't know where it is it's just uh, past Vancouver and heading east on uh, highway 118 going out of bracebridge and uh, it will be something very very special it will be uh, I think you know what a modern park can be uh, and there's actually an opportunity for people to comment uh, on our environmental uh, registry uh, for the government to, to talk about what people would like to see in the park but there'll be there'll be campsites um, there'll be uh, cabins uh, as the minister talked about yesterday Minister Pacino when he came up to make the announcement, I know, electric vehicle chargers, uh, and uh, we really want to make this something that, of course, all Ontarians can access and all Ontarians can be proud of.
0: Now, there's got to be some economic impact um, besides the construction, but the ongoing uh, economic impact to specifically the town of Bracebridge and surrounding areas.
1: Yeah, you know, 100%. You you know, you look at Arrowhead and uh, Algonquin and the impact that they have on on Huntsville, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that uh, it would be uh, that much, but for the Bracebridge area, uh, you know, they'll see an influx of people coming to camp and needing those supplies and uh, and needing food and everything it takes to make a successful weekend. And so uh, Bracebridge will be kind of that stopping point before people head to the park, and, uh, you know, there will definitely be uh, a real and positive impact on the local economy, and I had a chance to walk the main street with the minister yesterday in Bracebridge and talk to some businesses about it, and and to a person, you know, they were very, very excited of the opportunity.
0: All right. Now, uh, on Friday, you released a uh, a statement, or I guess announced a policy that there is uh, going to be, I guess, uh, some change in the law with regards to floating accommodations versus watercraft. And you're basically on provincial waterways banning uh, things like barges and uh, other things that uh, people live on rather than sail on. Can you sort of explain the difference there and how that um, might uh, affect some people and, and people that it won't affect at all? Yeah, so it's
1: not going to affect the boating community, the sailing community, you know, the, the cruising community. But what it does is take uh, floating accommodations, which are really something that we've never seen before. Uh, you know, where someone builds 1,000 square feet of floating home uh, and then, you know, takes it to a point and moors and it. Uh, it, what we're saying is you can't um, – have any overnight accommodations on uh, provincial waterways uh, so you know crown land extends to lake beds uh for the province and so for lakes and rivers uh that are a uh, provincial crown land this is a prohibited activity with these types of vessels uh, the federal government has some uh, different approaches to it so if it's federal crown land um then you know they're, they're still able to go there uh and if it's a private water lot you know such as a marina then, you know, perhaps if they have the agreement of the marine owner, um, they can go there. But when it comes to provincial crown land, uh, we don't see this as a, as a use that uh, we want to promote. We think there's environmental challenges with it. There's uh, certainly navigation challenges with it. And uh, so, so we're making those changes effective July 1st.
0: All right. And how big is this problem, if we want to call it that?
1: Um, I don't think it's too extensive yet, but certainly one of the things we heard on the the two environmental registry postings that we've had uh, over the last uh, uh, year and a half or so is that the people don't want it to become a problem. And it doesn't take too much imagination to see, uh, you know, not one home uh, floating in a location, but maybe a number of them kind of bundled and banded together. uh, And, you know, you contemplate the amount of gray water, black water, garbage, uh, and other things that would be produced from what is basically a full-sized home that is floating on the water. Uh, You know, pretty quickly you can see some negative environmental implications.
0: All right. And uh, as far as that's concerned, you know, if it's on a private um, waterway or a private water lot, as you described it, or on a provincial waterway, are there provincial waterways that people can actually purchase water lots?
1: Uh, So you know that that's a possibility. Uh, It's happened before. Uh, There's a a number of homes kind of similar to this. It's exactly the same, but similar um, around the Bluffers Park area in Toronto. Uh, You know, you'd have to go through a disposition process with uh, the ministry and the Crown to, uh, you know, buy those uh, lots, um, and and that would be its own process. Um, But, you know, as it stands today, if it's provincial Crown land, uh, no overnight camping is uh, permitted with uh, floating accommodations.
0: Okay. All right. Well, thanks very much for clearing that up, and uh, thanks for calling in, Graydon. That's been MPP Graydon Smith, the... uh, I guess, MPP for Perry Sound Muskoka, also the Minister of Natural Resources and Forestry. Thanks very much for your time today, Graydon. Real pleasure.
1: Thanks, Jeff.